Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Oh my god, I can't believe it. And Chris Wern. <laughs> we just watched episode 16, the final of the challenge Total Madness. We saw Melissa quit. We saw Bailey quit. And we saw incredible performances by Jenny and Johnny. Tonight, we're doing Red Skuller Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, MVP and Losers, and Listener Questions. But first, where the fuck did I put that question? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in! Leave it in! Warren, who had the more impressive performance tonight, Jenny or Johnny? Man, this is a tough question, to be honest. Could be a Red Skuller Send It to be to be fair. Uh, I purposely didn't think about an answer beforehand on this one because it's really tough to pick them out. Uh, personally, I want to say Jenny, but Johnny, I think, is just as impressive. And you know what? Jenny didn't have many people to beat. Clearly, two quit, and they weren't really a threat to begin with. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to stick it with Johnny. I think um, to be, I don't know how old he is. What is he, like 40? Like, Jesus. That's what somebody <laughs> said on the episode, I think. To be his age and the way he's built, uh, like he's so top heavy. I mean, he's very strong, but like, I just, I definitely wrote him off as like, oh, I don't think he's going to be a guy to compete uh, with like, it just seemed like a lot of cardio in this final. And I was like, oh man, I just don't know if he's going to be able to hang in there. And I wanted him to win. I wanted him to win. I, did, I didn't think he was going to win. So um, I think for just proving me wrong, and grinding through it, I have to give it to Johnny. He even had to face elimination. And, like, it, I mean, all very impressive for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to Johnny on this. Jameson, what do you got? Good call, guys. First off, I'm going to be sentimental all episode. You're just going to have to deal with it. Um, I'm just – I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it's over. 16 weeks. Chris, I got to share this with the people. Your quote, just like that, the show that gave us hope in quarantine is over. Uh, it's true. Can't believe it. All right, now to the important stuff and not my emotion <laughs> and emotional roller coaster. It was hard to say, you know, Jenny looked like she had an easy kind of way to the end. It kind of just felt like she just dominated pretty much every competition, every challenge, and here she is in the final and just kind of coasting. So it made it not as impressive, but I'm with you, Chris. Like, you got to go with Johnny. He's 38, by the way. Um, he's got all these young bucks coming after him. Um, he's, he wasn't in the lead really pretty much the entire finals, like Bessie, Corey, whatever. He had to go into an elimination. You got the monkey of the curse on his back, all these things, you know, stacked up and he found a way to win. Um, it was pretty crazy for him to kind of, you know, do it after six years. He's been on for 15 seasons. The curse is over, um, for Johnny Bananas. And I think he definitely dominated and, you know, found a way to make the win. So I agree with you guys. It was incredible that Johnny came back to win one. I thought maybe we would never see it. It started to become sort of like Tiger Woods winning uh, the Masters last year. So I'm thrilled he won. It's good to see any original real worlder win because there's coming less and less of them. You guys are ignoring the fact that Jenny beat the women and the men. She finished first out of everybody. That's insane. <laughs> That's not insane to me with those lips, Danny, but you know. <laughs> I mean I mean dude, she did that in the very first episode. I'm just you know, I I totally consider that point, but the very first episode she carried that barrel across the field when Rogan yeah. dragged it or rolled it, and I knew it right then. 
And that's why I said Jenny's going to win this season. I knew it. She, I mean, she's a beast. She's a total beast. It just wasn't as surprising to me as Johnny winning, unfortunately, for this, for me. When she crossed first, I was hoping that Tej would be like, you know what? You come first. That's so impressive. You just get the whole million dollars. Oh. That was insane. <laughs> That would have made my day, dude. That would have been so sick. <laughs> would have been awesome. Now, Jameson, TJ's been talking all season about his final. On a scale from one to ten, what do you grade TJ's final this season? Oh, man, I, I look forward to the final so much. I almost overhype it for myself, like, way too much. Uh, tonight, you know, I've watched a lot of seasons, a lot of finals. I'm going to give it a six. Um, you know, is that, is that horrible? No, but it's not that great for a final. I want to be fucking wowed. I want to be like fucking amped out of my seat. Like it's the fucking Super Bowl. It just felt, it felt okay. Like the first day was solid. The first day, not solid. The first day was pretty good. I mean, you know, they're, they're on these skis. I like that there was the ski element, the snow. It's a little different. Doesn't matter if you're Rogan, you know, or who you are, you might not be good on skis. And then it just kind of fell off a little bit, you know, like where are the three-day finals at? You know, I remember they used to have three-day finals. It was pretty consecutive for a couple seasons. You know, first day was pretty intense. Then they dragged it into the night usually. And then they would have another day. And then there'd always be like one last. And usually the last thing was a little, eh, but it still was, you know, it, it was dragged out. No eating, no, not eating anything at all. That was weird. That just felt weird uh, to not have that in the final. Um, I just felt like they didn't mix it up that much, you know, and I, it made me, you know, always wonder, like, did Corona play a role, you know, in this whole thing? I don't know how, how the filming timed out, but I was, I, I'm going to give it a six. I just felt like it was, it was, it was okay. It just kind of like kind of fell off. It was really weird. We were talking about it. One episode for the, the finale. It's, I can't remember the last time that happened. So I, I'm going to give it a six. Burn, give us a score. Uh, I'm in the same range there. I was going to say 6.5. I don't know if that's allowed when we're saying 1 to 10, but, um, look, you know, like the thing. Dave Portnoy or some shit? <laughs> six point, well, it's a 6.487. I just rounded up to the nearest tenth there. Uh, <laughs> now the thing with the final, I think that is always disappointing for us, um, is you don't really get the drama, like you don't think about how there's a lot of drama in the house. And then like towards the end of the season, that drama kind of goes away usually. And usually it's just not even there in the final, like unless you have Cara Maria, like complaining about needles or whatever. And you're just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I think we kind of like miss that. And then for this final to not really make up for it with like what we saw of like the challenges was a little disappointing. Um, I don't doubt how difficult any of those things were like, being in the snow, I mean, like, the whole time I'm watching this, you know, my wife and I were both saying, like, oh, you got to put on all the freaking snow gear. Like, that sucks to begin with because then you're sweating before you even get outside. And then, like, managing yeah. body temperature, like, it sucks. And snow's thick. Like, moving through the snow is not easy for sure. Like, so I don't doubt it was hard. However, like, it's just kind of boring, to be honest. Like, I mean, I – I kind of wonder how deep, like TJ would grade it. I mean, he got a couple laughs. He also made two people quit. I don't know if he'd be happy or upset about that, like being like, oh, yeah, it was hard enough that they quit. Or because clearly he was like disappointed that they were quitting. But yeah, I got to give it the, the 6.487, whatever the hell it was. That's what it's getting <laughs> to me as well. Uh, Danny, what do you think about it? 
I was trying to choose between a six and a seven as well, so I'll give it a 6.487 as well. I agree. I thought day one, I liked the initial race. I liked that you had to light a fire. That's just a weird skill that they had to do. I like that. I like that there was an elimination, but then you get to that elimination and it's run and ring a bell is literally yeah. what the elimination was. Like They were clearly out of production money at that point. And then the, the second day, I just thought was... I mean, it, it's cool that they're in a blizzard or whatever, but all they have to do is some math problems and make their way through another course that we've already seen it, sort of seen them do. So it was a little bit of a letdown, but I feel like, as Jameson said, the final is sort of always a letdown. You don't want it to end. It's never once come down to like a sprint across a finish line. It's always pretty clear who's going to win. Yeah. Um, so while I was happy with who won and I was entertained, it wasn't the best final. I would have loved like a a little twist at the end, like they then pass with Ashley and uh, what was his name, the hit guy from the south, um, uh, Hunter. Hunter, 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 yeah, the beast, <laughs> just like some kind of you know, like you can take the money or whatever. I don't know, like you get more money because you had more red skulls. I don't know, but they did they did have some effort in terms of those twists. But I agree, some little things I wrote down about the final that I wanted to talk to you guys about real quick. Um, do you think they were up the night before, like? Till the fucking sun came up when like the bell rang. Well, that's like, what I was, that's what I was wondering. Are they were they hung over on that day one of the right? That's definitely what they made it seem like. However, they showed a super or they showed on the screen they showed six forty three AM. Then they show the light in the hallway and there's a clock right there. It says seven forty three AM. So I was like, what fucking time is it, guys? Like, why are you lying <laughs> to us to begin with? And then I'm like, is this meant to seem like they've stayed up all night? Or like, yeah. I, like I, that's what I feel like it's meant to be. But I just, I don't buy that, that that's what happened. Was there a meal that we didn't see? Had to be. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. like everybody was wide awake. Like if you just went out the night before, and even if it's 7.43 in the morning, like especially bananas, dude, he's 38 popping champagne on like at the bar. Like <laughs> they were drinking. I mean, look, we've all been to college. We all know you take shots, you drink beer, you mix champagne in, like you're having a fuck day the next day. Like there's no way they were all up and at them like they were that morning. There's no way. No. It was really sly by the producers to fucking pull that. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to bring up about the uh, finale, I mean, it was funny, Kyle talking the whole night, but the line <laughs> from Jesse, I don't know if you guys caught it when, you know, they're interviewing every person. Why do you need this money? Why do you deserve this money? Everyone's like, my family, my dad, whatever. And Fessy's like, well, growing up, we were never, like, poor or anything. Uh, but we didn't do, like, that good. So I really need this money, you know? Like, I really need this money for, <laughs> like, my family and stuff. Like, even though we were pretty well off, middle class, like, it just cracked me up that he, like, that's what you're going to go with, bro? Say your grandma died or something. He's like, no, no, we were pretty good, but, you know, like, I need the money. We did, were a uh, solidly middle class. <laughs> did anybody not say they were trying to win for some uh, other family member? Were they prodded this year by the producers? Like, is there anybody at home you're trying to win for? Like, they all had very similar stories, and some of them were like, you have a dad, great. I know. I want to hear somebody just be like, yeah, you know what? I really want a Ferrari, so uh, that's it. You know who would is Bear. If Bear was in the finale, I feel like he would be like, Oh, Laura, oh, yeah. I'll just put myself, you know, yeah. I can do that. Except for yeah. shit. 
Yeah. Let's see I, how far a million dollars goes for prostitutes and blow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. Wow. Yeah. He's got some bail money stashed away too, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wern, do you want to kick off our final Red Skull or send it home? It would be an honor. <laughs> so let's kick. All right. Uh, my Red Skull or Send It Home tonight has to do with the final, of course, because we just watched it, and that's what it should have to do with. Specifically, the first leg of the challenge or the final, whatever the hell you want to call that, with the skis, the cross-country skis, everybody had the skis off. Like, I think maybe only Bananas stuck with them. I don't even know. He even had them off at one point. He had them off at one point. Like, should people, if that's the challenge in front of them, should they have been allowed to take off the skis to complete that challenge or not, Red Skull or send it home. I get why they took off the skis, and it was obvious that, like, Corey, you know, was doing a lot better without the skis on. I kind of feel like that's the fucking challenge. You got to leave the skis on. And it would have could have had a total different outcome if you had to keep the skis on. I think maybe Johnny still would have won it because it seemed like he kept his on the whole time. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that because, like, I just, you know, I feel like, that's the challenge. I get, you know, there's ways to kind of, you know, maneuver and not cheat per se, but like, you know, find a way to win, you know, on your own terms. But that's, it's fucking skis, man. Come on. I'm from Colorado. You got to fucking learn how to ski, bros. <laughs> Step into my world. Danny? How is, it, how is it possible that seemingly none of them had ever skied before? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, that's cross-country skiing. It's a whole thing. It, it was just a, a sorry sight, all of them. But I, I agree. I think Red Skull, you got to keep the skis on. Just like if there's a kayaking thing in a former finale, you can't get out and push your boat around swimming. You know, you got you to gotta use what you're given and compete. Yeah. Chris? And, uh, that is my point of view as well. Red Skull to keeping the skis on. Sending home you losers who took your skis off, which is all of you, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson, what do you got? Okay, I got a uh, – it's the last episode of the season, maybe. We will see if we do – give you guys a little surprise episode next week. I got two, all right? You're going to do a little mini one, and then you're going to give me the big one, okay? My oh. mini Red Skull or Send It Home is – at the beginning of the episode, they were drinking out of boots. I don't know if you guys have ever drank out of a boot before. Um, I have. Uh, I went to a frat party in college, and these motherfuckers made me drink out of a boot, and I fucking hated it, and I fucking couldn't stand the frat dudes from that point on. But uh, that's my little mini one, and then my full-on red hole, red skull, or send it home is. Well, why don't we why don't we do that one first? You can't give us uh, forty <laughs> fucking things to do at once. All right, go. <laughs> I'm sending it home. Drinking out of a boot is fucking gross. Feet are gross. The inside of shoes are gross. That's disgusting. Uh, you know, I'm going to send it home. However, I think, uh, I think when I was in college and I was drinking and partying, I probably would have drank out of a boot if the time came up and I was just wasted. I, I drank some crazy shit back then. So, you know, I'm going to send it home. Today, but when I was 21, I would give it a red skull. <laughs> That's fair. Like, all these guys are like in their like mid 30s, late 30s. Like they're not fucking in college, but they're still just drinking out of boots. I'm gonna send it home. It's fucking gnarly. Uh, foot feet are gross. 
All right, my main Red Skull are sent home. A final in the snow. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of finals. Uh, you know, last last season they're carrying that, you know, that whatever that thing was, that chest thing, and, you know, in the hot blazing sun. Uh, we've seen finals, you know, in the rainforest. We've seen them all over the place. How did you guys feel about uh, the snow? I think it makes for a great picture, and it looks nice and pretty, but I think the hardest parts about it, which are the elements and how cold it is, they're impossible to come across as a viewer. And I think that's why you had almost every single interview be like, it's really cold out here. It's very cold out here. It is cold out here. It's like, yeah, we, we get it. Um, so I'm going to send it home. I, it, it doesn't have the versatility of other finals. I, I'm going to give it a red skull. I, I totally think, I think they just blew it. That's, that's the only thing for me. I think, <laughs> I think they blew it. I mean, clearly they had like a lot of production value the rest of the season with the challenges, the dailies, like, and for whatever reason, they just didn't have it for the final. And I don't know if that's just the reality of like shooting halfway up a mountain. I don't mind it being in the snow. Like it doesn't have to be on a mountainside the whole time. Like, you know, they could have been in the woods or something. Maybe there's another thing that you could do, uh, you know, like carrying a thing through the woods, whatever it is like they do in a hot situation. It's just in the cold now. I feel like there's just so many things that they didn't, it just wasn't well thought out to me. I think there are opportunities in the snow of like, I don't know, make a giant snowball and like roll it down the hill, whatever, and hit a target. I, I don't know. I just made that shit up or like sled down the hill in the slalom, whatever it is. I think there could have been more things to this final to make it more fun and interesting. And instead they were just like, okay, you're going to cross country ski. You're going to snowshoe and start a fire. That's it. Do you want to build a snowman? Like fucking snowman. So yeah, I'm giving a red skull for in the snow. However, the way they did it, this one is a total send it home. That is fair. Jameson, what do you think? I mean, that's the the problem here is like, you know, I want to send it home, but I I look at the the elements and yes, there's probably like a lot of legalities. Like they can't build a snow cave or like go into a cave thing. Who knows what could happen? avalanches are a real thing, you know, when you're that high up. But at the same time, like, there's so many opportunities for them to do shit, you know? Like, I know I'm joking around about a snowman, but if you're, when was the last time you built a snowman? It's fucking a lot of work, okay? Like, if you had to build one that, like, maybe replicates a certain size snowman, like a, you know, a bombadil fucking size, then it's going to be a bombadil size. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be fucking hard and i just feel like they like you said chris they could go down they don't have to be on the mountain the whole time they can yeah. go down and, like go into the woods or fucking you know a race on a sled that sounds fun and kind of scary I, so i'm gonna send it home just because of the way they executed it uh i just feel like they had the opportunity to do some shit and it just was like cross-country ski through the snow you know build make a fire in the snow it was just that was it where's the creativity guys and let's be honest, cross-country skiing and snowshoeing are the same fucking activity. They're both yeah. old losers, okay? You know who cross-country skis? My parents, and they're fucking 70. Yeah. <laughs> one you have sticks on your feet, the other one you have tennis rackets. That's it. Right. Danny. Mine is um, Bailey claiming to have ripped a ligament in her knee. Are you giving that a red skull? And you think it happened, or are you sending it home? Uh, I'm sending it home. I <laughs> I don't doubt that 
maybe she got hurt. Maybe I don't think she ripped a ligament in her knee. Let's just put it that way. Maybe she got hurt. Maybe she overstretched a muscle or, you know, maybe even tore a muscle a little bit. You could get a little tear. It's not that big of a deal. However, if she like tore a ligament, I don't know, in my mind, and I've been fortunate to never have torn a ligament. However, I don't think she could have gone through the rest of that day. I know she kind of made a point to keep complaining and the producers kept putting it in there, but like they had a long ass hike up the hill to the compound or whatever. I don't think you, I don't think you could have done that. Like it, the swelling, all that shit would have just taken over at some point. And if she made it there, I would have, me personally, I would have been like, all right, I'm going to stick this out tonight and try it tomorrow. Like a million dollars on the line. Like just give it a try tomorrow. If you start and you can't do it, then you can't do it. And you have TJ's respect at least, you know, yeah. to, to all of a sudden be like, Oh, it's cold outside. I got to stay out here. I'm crying. Now I'm going home. Right. Yeah. I'm sending it home. I, she could be injured. Sure. But I don't think she tore a ligament. I don't know. Jameson, what do you think? Totally. For my answer, I'm going to sing a little song. Baby, it's cold outside. You're being a little bitch. Um, birds of a feather flock together. All right, that's the saying. Bailey and Swaggy are the same fucking person. There's no wonder why they're married. He's a bitch, and she sucked it up. She's just like, you know, come on. Like, you're, you're not that injured. Like, I, I agree, Chris. Like, give it a shot the next day. Who knows what could happen? See if you can do it. Um, you know, NFL players tear ligaments all the time and they find a way to finish the quarter. Um, <laughs> I'm not comparing Bailey to an NFL player, but I just, I'm definitely sending it home. I just felt like she, she just was kind of over it, you know, maybe thought she didn't have a chance. I mean, who does have a chance against Jenny? You know, Melissa definitely was like, peace out. Uh, we haven't even talked about that. Um, but I definitely going to send it home. I felt like she just kind of wussed out. I think they've sent people home for much less than a torn ligament. Um, so when she was medically cleared to go on, I, right. it's pretty obvious when you do have an injury that badly. So I think they would have disqualified her then. And also, I went on Instagram just to make sure, because I think if you're a reality TV star, you're, uh, you like attention and you are not going to pass up the chance to get some attention for an injury, a shot of a rap knee or, you know, a little uh, air cast. There was none of that on Instagram. I don't think there was any torn ligament. I don't, I don't doubt that she got hurt. It's very easy to get hurt on skis, but I don't think she <laughs> ripped her ligament. So yeah. sending that home. I love that you did a little digging. <laughs> Had to do some digging. I, this, I'm a journalist, you know, I'm not just a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> there, ain't no fake, there ain't no fake news up in here. We got a responsibility to the people. <laughs> so let's get some uh, some last juice of the season. You guys ready for this avalanche of fucking juice? <laughs> juice blood? Are you ready to get fucking juiced? That's all the juice fucking puns I got. They're not, here we go. Um, I'm going to give you a big old flood of juice tonight fans and folks and friends. We got Marie. Everyone remember uh, Marie? She's a uh, she's blonde, likes to cause a little drama. She hates Cara Maria. Um, she's done. She's done with MTV. She put out a post this week. Fuck you, MTV. I'm done with the drama. I'm never going to be on the challenge again. Probably because she's never been asked to be back. 
but she's done. So peace out, Marie. We'll never see you, see or hear, you, hear from you again. That's great news. Yeah, I never really liked her. Never really cared for her. Next Juicy D, Tori. Oh, my girl, Tori. I don't know about everyone else, and maybe some of our listeners uh, are on the opposite end of this, but all these conspiracy theorists out there right now that are, like, saying, you know, mass or controlling us and all these things. I don't want to get political. That's not what we're about here at the tribunal. But Tori is going down a fucking deep dive of conspiracy theories. I just couldn't handle it. She's she's pushing out all these YouTube videos. Like Everyone, what? Yeah, what are the oh, theories? Her theories are about, like, the coronavirus was planned, that, like, Biden, you know, is, like, working in cahoots with someone for it. The whole thing, um, it just broke my heart, to be honest. I, I mean, it's not really that juicy of a deed. It just breaks my heart. That is disappointing. Very Wait, disappointing. Jameson, you don't look for uh, conspiracy theorists as, like, a, a quality in the women that you date? <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, it's just, it's just sad. It's just sad that it got to that point. Next, Juicy D, Bear. Remember our earlier in the season, guys, little flashback? Bear had the fire extinguisher. He got fined so much that it basically equaled out what he got paid for the season. They uh, fined him for that? They fined him for that. For shooting the, the fire extinguisher. Shooting the fire extinguisher. That's straight from Ashley's mouth. Um, so, you know, pretty funny. Uh, he got fined for that, and apparently was close to what he got paid for the actual season. So, <laughs> who, uh, you know who finds him for that? MTV. Wow, that's messed up. Like, I bet it's like destroying property or some shit, you know? I'm I sure bet that they had to report this like a team does when they fine a player in sports. Like, if this is going to be a major sport, the challenge, you got you to gotta be forthright with your fining. America's fifth sport, man. I mean, that sounds like a conspiracy that Tori needs to look into. I mean, pretty <laughs> much MTV is like, uh, guess what, you know, Bear, we're not going to pay you anything. We're going to show that footage. We love that footage, but uh, you're not getting paid this season because you did that. Right. They, they liked it enough to right. air it and make yeah. it a whole thing. Oh, of course. They'll air it, but they'll definitely fine you. I mean, I wonder how many times CT's gotten fined for punching walls and shit. <laughs> uh, Nelson is back in love. He is with Angela. Again, Angela was on the challenge a few seasons ago. A lot of makeup. Um, I don't know how else to describe her. Uh, Nelson and Angela are back together. So good for them. That's great. Nelson is a guy that deserves love. He deserves love, and it's definitely probably a very genuine relationship um those two and last but not least this deed might just be for us three and we might get a kick out of it the most but i just thought it was so fun basically uh the challenge producers got interviewed about next season and they put out a statement i won't go into the whole statement but they did say this we got a lot of input from fans and host tj lavin himself about how to reimagine the red skull challenge and reevaluate it that certainly we're looking for the upcoming season and we're going to take it up a notch and TJ is going to help. So <laughs> I just thought that was so great. TJ Lavin's like in cahoots with the producers helping them out, planning next season, you know, thinking about this. It looks like they're bringing back the Red Skull, uh, you know, twist. And we'll see what TJ has up his sleeves. 
And listen, producers and TJ, we're here to consult. We can help you make this better. We've got a lot of ideas. Just listen through the episodes. I'm not timestamping anything for you. <laughs> listen to all 16. <laughs> and that is your juice for the season. Oh, that is my juice. My juice is Because it was the final, we're going to give out our usual MVP and loser for the episode, but we're also going to hand them out for the entire season. First, we'll do the episode. Who's your MVP, Chris Wern? Uh, MVP of the episode for me, I got to give it to Jenny. You know, she beat everyone, of course, even though, you know, I gave Johnny the, the better performance. I think I, this was my way of uh, evening it out. I'm giving it to, to Jenny. She's got the beast lips. Uh, it wasn't even a challenge for her, really. Like, I mean, she crushed it, 500 Gs. And you know what that means. The lips are going to come back bigger and stronger next season. And I can't wait. Uh, yeah, she's my MVP, keeping it simple. I love it, man. I also went with Jenny. Um, you know, like you said earlier, Danny, she came in first out of everyone um, for this challenge. I mean, didn't matter what it was, whether it was solving a math problem or you know, starting a fire, Jenny found a way to make it happen. Um, she's definitely the MVP of the, the episode for me. I'm going to make that three just incredible. And it made it, it was so incredible that it was a little boring because there was nobody there to challenge her. But that doesn't take away from how impressive it was. Hats off to her of the episode. <laughs> That's what happens when layups get into the final. TJ, <laughs> blood is on your hand. Who's the episode? Yeah, loser of the episode. I'm going to give, uh, you know, I thought, you know, Melissa, maybe she quit or, you know, uh, Bailey for quitting, Rogan. But I'm going to, I honestly thought of us too, you know, because it wasn't that great of a final. I'm going to give it to Fessy though. Um, you know, Fessy was leading both days. Both days he's in the lead. Maybe who knows for how long. But, you know, both days he's in the lead and he blows it. He's a, you know, NFL tight end, the 30th best tight end in the NFL. And uh, he couldn't pull it together. Um, so I'm giving it to Fessy, loser. Yeah, I also gave it to Fessy. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. Um, I mean, I don't know if maybe it's just the character he's playing on this episode. Like he's kind of turned into this, or he's gone from like being a quiet guy to some kind of like really cocky person. You know, oh, I'm coming back. Or, you know, Bananas old, I don't even care about him, whatever. Like, Corey, I'm pretty sure I could be because I was going to make the NFL. Like, you know what, man? Like, guess who didn't make the NFL either? Me. I didn't make the NFL. You don't hear me bragging about it. You know what I mean? Like, none of us made the NFL. Only, like, 30 people did for that freaking position, whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, I went with Fessy as well for just getting his ass kicked. I mean, Kyle beat him. Come on, man. Like, you can't talk that much shit and then Kyle beats you. <laughs> I don't know. That just seemed pretty poor. Danny? Um, I was trying to choose between Melissa and Bailey. They both quit. And that's a big no-no to TJ. Everybody competes all season just for this. You can't just quit. But Melissa, we turns out, was pregnant. Um, so I'm going to give it to Bailey. Uh, she's my loser of the episode. So because it's the last episode, we're going to give out an MVP and a loser for the whole season. I'm going to give you guys and the uh, listeners a little update, including tonight. 
the most MVPs of the week or episode so far are Jenny has won seven of them. Corey with four, and then we have a bunch with three. And losers, we have D with six, Josh with five, and then Kayla and Swaggy and Wes all have four. So with all of that info, Wern, who's your loser? No, who's your MVP of the whole season? Uh, okay, my MVP of the entire season, uh, you know what? I'm going to double down again. It's Jenny. It's Jenny. Because what I said she was going to win the very first episode, and what'd she do? She went out and won. Jameson, she didn't have to pull a fucking airplane with her lips. She just had to be a beast like she is. She's my MVP of the season. And, like, let's think about it here. She had, She's the first Red Skull for the women's, I think. She crushed that other weather woman girl, whoever the hell was on there. That was like, <laughs> that was just nothing. She had the easiest first Red Skull. And then everybody kind of questioned her. D clearly came at her, crushed her in the hall brawl. And then she just beasted everybody in the final. Jenny's my winner. I think she's going to change the game for the women's side of things in the challenge. She's changing the game. We're watching history, boys. <laughs> So amped. Jameson. Oh, yeah. Amped about Jenny. You've been on the Jenny train uh, since the very beginning, looking at those plump lips and just all in on the Jenny, man. Uh, I get it. You know, she's been great. She's killed it. She won tonight. She, through and through, from beginning to end, has been the MVP. Um, you know, I thought a lot about this. I wanted to, I wanted to give it to a lot of people. You know, I wanted to give it to Corey, my boy, you know, like even though he lost, he really just, he came in, he came into his own skin this season a little bit, but boom, bada bing. I'm not going to give it to Corey. I'm not going to give it to Jenny. I'm going to give it to the music producers of the season. I thought they were the MVPs <laughs> of the season. A lot of great songs, a lot of great moments. They really picked good. They went with the nineties a lot. I loved it. Every every episode there was great songs. I don't know who they are. I don't know their names. I can't write it on a on a plaque. I can't, you know, we can't put it up on our site. But I tell you what, I'm giving it to those music producers. Great job this season. MVP. And tonight they really just like emptied the rest of the songs they wanted. It was like every five minutes there was a good nineties song. They just went all out for their last episode. What was at the end? These are the days, or whatever that. Song. Yeah, got some ten thousand maniacs. Uh, what else did we have? I, I I kept like a running list of them. They were just so good, one after the other. It was unbelievable. Some pilots was on there. Yeah, sure. you got uh, Alice and Chains. I mean, and we talked just... about the songs multiple times this season. Yeah. I mean, it says something. Could we not? They are the real heroes of this show. It was unbelievable. Danny, I'm gonna have to give it to. The old man on the show, Johnny Bananas. I feel like he played a good game the whole time. He went toe-to-toe with Wes, beat him. Um, it was just a good season throughout, and he really found what was left in the tank. He climbed a mountain, then had to do an elimination. I'm like, all right, well, this is over. You know, like, we're not exactly young guys anymore, and if we did that, we'd be so sore going into that already. And he, he found a way to win. And uh, I'm going to give it to Johnny Bananas, a true OG, and uh, the greatest of all time, seven-time champion. It is very impressive. Great choice, man. He, he really did. He's Johnny Bananas for a reason. Ain't that the truth, Ruth? <laughs> now, 
<laughs> now, loser of the season, Jameson, who do you have? Can you guys guess who my loser is going to be? I, I thought about Maggie. What? Not, not only can I guess, but I'll be disappointed in you two as, as human <laughs> beings if, if you don't pick somebody. I thought about Swaggy. I thought about D. I thought about Josh. But no, I started this season as this is my loser, and I will end this season as my loser. She will always be a loser. Nanny, you are the loser of the season. Danny, it's not who you thought. I'm shocked. It's, it's Nani all the way. No, it is not who I thought. And uh, I've got a lot to say about it when I announce mine. Wern. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I thought for sure Jameson was Nani all day. Really? Yes. Who else would it be? Oh, I don't know. There's a certain cast member that um, just shit all over a certain race during a very major part in our history and got herself forcibly removed from all of the episodes, all of the, the whole season had to be scrapped and re-edited because of one person in the cast, and it wasn't Nani. Of course, Dee sucks, and she's gone forever. But in my heart of hearts, Nani is a loser, and she's always going to be a loser. And Dee sucks, she's canceled. We talked about her every fucking week, it felt like. I am... I miss talking shit about Nani, and I want to keep, keep it going. She was crying at the preview of the reunion, and it got me psyched. I was like, yes, Nani crying, loser of the season for me. I'm sorry, Danny. I, I did like the, um, for the preview of the reunion, they can't do the storm out anymore, so she was like, I'm going to shut my laptop. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> what, a, what a risky thing to, to threaten people with. I should have clarified. Who else would it be from Jameson? That's that was more. I yeah. Mean, I, as soon as he said it, I was like, "All right, that I should have known that's who he was going to uh, pick." But still managed to shock me. So I, I take it D's your loser of the season, Danny. Uh yeah. She's <laughs> my loser of the season. Just just want to clarify there as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, like we got to give it to D. I almost like forgot about her. If they didn't show the thing in the very beginning of this episode, I think I would have forgot she was even on this season, to be honest. I mean, that, that's how much they, like, just totally got rid of her, which yeah. is great. I mean, I don't know. If they say they're going to do it, they did it. Uh, and, yeah, she's just she's never coming back. I don't know. That sucks for her. Like, not even a chance. And, uh, yeah, and probably anybody who sees her on the street is just going to, you know, not like her because of <laughs> Just going to say I don't like you. So shall we do our last listener question of the season? I keep saying last this, last this, because I just want to try and get Jameson to cry before the episode is over. Well, you just get ready for my speech at the end, man. <laughs> so this one comes from J.Bruni. They're asking, what are three qualities that a champ should have if they want to win a final? Jameson, what do you got? Three qualities, right? Three qualities. Give us one. Uh, brains. Yeah. They're the, <laughs> math math single-handedly took Casey out of it. Yeah. Corey. Totally. Brains, baby. Brains. Brains. Okay, Chris, you going to do the next oh, one? I get to say one. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to say the one that I think everybody thinks I'm going to say. I'm going to say <laughs> this one that I think is actually 
more important, but it's it's uh, the ability to stay calm. I think people who can stay calm and like know when it's time to get amped up uh, throughout the challenge, whether it's like people voting you in or uh, you getting thrown into elimination or whatever it is, if you can just stay calm, you tend to do better. I mean, look at bananas. I mean, he's a vet for a reason. He's won seven times for a reason. Anything gets thrown at him, he's just kind of cool and ready for it. Uh, so that's my top quality. Danny? I am going to say stamina. We've seen big guys like Zach go down. Fessy went down tonight. A lot of these big brawny dudes gas out and they can't stick it to the end. And I think um, you got to be in a different kind of shape than just all muscles, which is why I keep my body the way it is. I don't need those muscles. <laughs> Dude, blubber's the way to go, dude. You're not wrestling anybody over a stick or anything? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so that was going to be it. And then um, before we got on, Jameson already started getting very sentimental. And he, he begged Chris and I to add one more little bucket for the end. And it was just our favorite moment of doing this podcast together this season. Um, we started it because of uh, the coronavirus and we we're all bored. We're still trapped inside at the end of this, but I'm glad that we did this together and it's been a lot of fun. So why don't you kick it off, Jameson? What was your favorite moment of doing this podcast together? Oh, well, fellas, it has been amazing. It's been a good time. We've uh, created fans, which is pretty crazy. We've, you know, had a blast together. We have people like sending us messages. We've had a lot of likes from challenge stars, which is pretty cool. TJ's liking stuff. Uh, Corey's liking stuff. You know, uh, you know, I did, we didn't get everybody, but you know, we're starting to get some momentum. This is just the beginning first and foremost. So I had a lot of great memories. Danny's intros were always fun. Chris's pessimism uh, was always great. You know, us talking about tool time, Jenny's lips. What are they called? Chris? Bicep lips? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, obviously not that great of memory. The music, talk about the music, but I think forever and ever, and for my podcast years to come, uh, there's one moment that I'll always remember, uh, and it's, you know, something that we did very early on, so only our early listeners will know, but it was a little something like this. BJ, what's up, my man? Brad Fiorenza from MTV's Real World San Diego and The Challenge. Want to let you know, Patel let me know that you're having a hard time getting through this whole stay-at-home order. I can relate. I'm having a challenge with this whole thing myself. In fact, I haven't worked out in almost two weeks now. And for me... So I had to share a little snippet of that. You know, if you want to listen to it, listen to the first few episodes. I couldn't help it. Um, it just was doing that in the first few weeks, learning our, getting our bearings. It was so funny and so good. Uh, uh, you know, we're all fighting our, for our fucking lives out here for pectoral gains. And um, I'll never forget that moment. And um, I think we can let the listeners in on a little secret of how we got two Brad appearances in the beginning. We just paid um, on Cameo. Brad only uh, charges $20 to get, to get a Cameo, which, you know, made us a little sad. But we love Brad, so we were happy to pay him. <laughs> um, but what made it a little sadder is that Brad would respond each time within about four minutes. We would have a, a fresh video from Brad. So... Um, he's prompt, he gives great videos and he'll, he'll show you how to exercise. He takes his shirt off, 
we cannot encourage you enough to go on Cameo and give Brad all your money. Yeah. 100%. What about you guys? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. That's not, that's not we're having trouble trying to think of something. It's him having to think of something at all. He's just very unhappy to have to, have to get yeah, into his yeah. feelings here. I have to say, I just didn't like doing this at all. Uh, <laughs> no, um, man, uh, I don't know if I can pick a, a specific moment. I do genuinely, genuinely enjoy just um, getting on here and shooting the shit with you guys. Uh, miss doing that at work. Obviously, if you listen to the first episode, we have a little backstory of uh, how we all work together and we just talk at lunch. And I miss that. Uh, and so that is definitely the best part for me. Uh, I can't say I narrow it down to one quote or whatever, but enjoy hanging out with you guys. It's good. Uh, I really enjoy not doing any of the social media stuff. I'm glad you guys take care of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine would be uh, a few weeks ago when I went to, um, I post the the MVPs of the week. I post the losers of the week on Instagram and I, I tag all of them. Some of them are good sports. Tej will, if we make them the loser, Tej likes it every time because he's the man. But one week I was having trouble tagging somebody, and it was Josh. And I find out that Josh blocked us on Instagram because he's a big baby. So that was my my favorite moment was not only seeing that, but then sharing it with my co-hosts. That was just – I really felt like we made it when Josh blocked us on Instagram. So good. (laughs) So good, fellas. So, yeah, maybe we'll do a mini one next week after the, uh, the reunion, but um, I, I hate the reunion specials. Uh, but you know what? I've, I've actually been to a reunion special. I, you know, I, I hate it even firsthand. Maybe we can talk about that next week. But uh, until then, and maybe until season 36, that's it from the Tribunal. Thanks so much for listening. Yo, Bailey. Yo, Melissa. Don't be quitters. <laughs> Don't be a layup and look out for Bass Bros 2020. You guys killed it. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Don't be racist. You.